Hello, this is Mars Lab at BBL Lab, and today I'm with Tola Akiki from the Worcester Wolves. How are you today? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Just yeah. in Worcester right now, just um, relaxed and not doing much today. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, because the season's done now. But so today, well, I made sure to, you know, kind of do this episode outside of the basketball season because today's going to be, you know, on the topic of racism because I thought, It'd be better to do it outside of basketball when eyes aren't on basketball, so there's you know the attention isn't taken away. So, so we'll, we'll get started. And obviously, there's been a lot of I can't, as you could say, awareness, but would would you say the situation has improved? You know, with the amount of racism that's gone on over the past year. Um, no, no, I, I don't really feel like mm. the situation's improved. I feel like racism like has not been solved. Things haven't changed. Well, yeah, think, yeah. things have changed in terms of um awareness and I feel like the conversations are starting to happen more um, things are being highlighted more but in terms of like things improving I don't really feel like any real change has happened yet in terms of maybe political legislation being put in order nothing has really changed Um, I feel like over this year I've had more um, in-depth conversations with people about race Mm. and conversations surrounding maybe not solutions for racism because this is this is a 500 year old problem that we're dealing with this isn't just a a year or two years or just like this conflict going on this has been 500 years of oppression of several different minorities like so it's something that we're changing over time but um no I don't feel like things have changed really I don't feel like this situation improved especially for myself maybe I'm maybe I'm pessimistic but I don't really feel like things have changed as much as maybe people are saying it has or maybe from the outside it looks like it has yeah well I know obviously for myself you know I haven't necessarily experienced it but I know I kind of know know a bit more about it and you know what is what what is racist and and not because until it's kind of pointed out you, you know some, sometimes you don't realize oh oh wow you know you know that, that, that that's bad so so you know in sports specifically, you know, with the BBL, what would you say the BBL and other leagues can do, you know, in order to tackle racism? Um, I feel like first and foremost, I believe in like using your platform. So yeah, as a league, we have a platform, even though people don't feel like we do or people like bash the BBL, just British Barca as a whole for some reason. But um, I think we all have a platform. Like I think the BBL official account might have, I think over 10,000, over 20,000 yeah, yeah, followers, which they can out. use and like spread their um spread the message through i think there's so many different bbl media outlets now you um hooper the hooper's voice bbl fix yeah, yeah. um brit brit ballers like there's so many different people that have a platform that they can use their platform to educate people about racism and what's racist and how to like maybe change their biases and so on and so forth yeah yeah so- um, that's my first main point but then obviously people always say how can you use your platform i'll say it's like educate that's that's the main thing i feel like education is the thing that's going to really change the way people think education and re-education those are like the two main things and it's like it's weird to kind of speak to a a 40 year old man or woman and like tell them that you need to educate yourself they won't really they'll be like what are you talking about like i'm i'm going i've got to this point in my life being educated but um them kind of really understanding that maybe the way they think or maybe the way they say things like that's wrong and there's different ways that they can do things yeah. Um, using your platform to like start a conversation as well like mm. the BBL being able to challenge other people's biases and and speak to people that I may not be able to reach because I don't have as wide reach as the BBL does that can really help 
then also giving like the players a voice. Like you have players in this league that are from a bunch of different countries, that are from America, from England, from Australia, that are all um, that are black, that have their, their own perspective on racism, yeah. that they've had their own experiences, that can all give their point of view and educate people on what racism is like in all these other countries and educate people on how to change their biases and not be as racist, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Or not be racist overall. Because there is no acceptable amount of racism. Oh no, and and, and that's the thing. You know, I guess I've, I've seen that you know a couple of times with the UK being deemed as the least, you know, the kind of the least racist. But you know, the least racist is obviously still racist. Therefore, you know, it still needs to change. And I guess that's. That, that, that. So I don't know. I don't know about you, but like that whole statistic of UK being the least racist, like that, <laughs> it's 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 funny in the sense that like. <laughs> it it doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're asking, um, it's like asking someone that's never broke their leg. How many people have broken their leg before? It's like they have no, they have no concept of what a broken yeah, leg is yeah, like. Yeah. They've never been a part of it. UK, I think there's, I think in the UK is, I think it's three percent of the UK's population are black. And I feel like most of the people that they ask if the UK are racist probably weren't black. They probably weren't from a minority overall. It was probably from someone that looks more like you than looks more like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, from their perspective, they may not know the issues going on because it doesn't affect them, which is like a normal thing to happen. A lot of people don't know that is an issue because it doesn't affect them. It's like, I cannot speak to um, how a woman would feel about gender roles or how um, uh, someone that's a part of the LGBTQ community yeah. would feel about that because I that's not something I have to go through on a regular day because it's just not something that p- pertains to me. But someone that is black, they obviously do feel racism on, a, on probably on a regular, every single day basis. They may not say it, they may not um, yell about it all the time, but it's something that everyone goes through. Everyone can, I've, I feel like everyone that's black in England can probably tell you a point in this week where someone was racist to them. Mm. If it was um, overt in terms of them saying the N-word to them or so on and so forth, or it was um, covert to where it was like underlying and some an issue that you can't really call out as being super racist, but it was yeah. definitely something that like was racial, like definitely something that was racial there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose it, it's kind of those instances that uh, you know, I guess the tough ones because you know you kind of know that it is racist, but then you know the other person that's kind of done it can argue, I, you know, I, I didn't mean anything by it, and you know, and, and that sort of thing. Even though you, you know, you are, you know, it's it, it's blatantly obvious, you know, what what kind of what they've done. So, but I, I don't know. I feel like that's okay. So for me, I always say ignorance is fine. Ignorance in the term of lack of knowledge. Yeah, that's what ignorance means. And if you don't understand something and you don't know, and you do, for me personally, everyone has their own different interpretation. But for me, if you don't actually know and you've actually made a mistake, that's fine. You're always yeah, redeemable. Yeah, yeah. But if you do know and you're making the, making a decision to continuously be racist after you know it's wrong, then I have nothing to say to you. It doesn't matter. I don't care if it's from the heat of the moment or you were just angry like if you was angry and the first thing you went to was to say something racist to me nah i'm not i'm not really with that like you've kind of shown your cards at this point and we kind of know who you are right now yeah 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 um, but just just to go back to the whole um what the leads can do or what bbl can do mm. uh for me i would like i've always said that like you can't like if if the b i feel like this year the people have has kind of chosen not to say too much yeah. We've taken a knee this year and we've done the whole like taking a knee and whatever, but it's like Colin Kaepernick, the person that really started this whole movement of taking a knee, he took a knee in stance of police brutality. Yeah. 
and particular to black people. Mm. But like, we've just kind of taken the knee without any message behind it or any action behind it, which takes away from the value of it. If I was just doing something just for the sake of it without having a message or without having um, a science panel, or even maybe trying to implement any change behind it, it doesn't, doesn't do anything, it doesn't change anything. And I feel like the league could have done more in terms of like, even if it's just an announcement, announcement before every game, or them maybe um, trying to educate people through their through their platforms or doing something of the sort that could have really made a, diff- a big change instead of just them like, oh, it's going to take a knee, but we're not going to say anything about it. That doesn't mean it. That's why there were some there was different players around this league around the league that stopped taking a knee in terms of yeah. BBL, MBL, WWBBL, and WNBL. People just stopped taking a knee because they were like, we're not doing anything. What's the point? Yeah, yeah. Doesn't there's no really impact behind it. Yeah, but. Well, one of my questions was, you know, did kind of did the, you know, did Neil and achieve anything? Because I guess, I guess one thing it does do, but from my perspective anyway, is it kind of, it, it tells you every, every game you watch, you know, it's there, you know, and it kind of reminds you of, you know, of, of racism. But, but yeah, so. Yeah, so, it brings a little bit of awareness. So yeah, I, I'd yeah. say that's the one thing that it does. It does bring awareness because someone may ask, oh, what are they doing? What's that for? Um, but I felt you can always do more than just like yeah, bring, yeah. oh of course of course and even then some games they never even said why they were doing it they were just taking a knee and if I was someone at home that had no idea what racism was or no idea what taking the knee was I would have no like I wouldn't understand it at all yeah 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 so so to bring perspective you know to people watching or listening I guess so what can be deemed as racist would do would it be okay if you could I guess re or, or, or tell me what kind of first experience of you know racism was for you or almost um, or, or almost or common kind of experience or you know yeah. yeah I've had this conversation with people in the past and I feel like um a lot of black people that do live in like the western society so what I mean western society I mean kind of the western hemisphere so like Europe yeah, and yeah, countries yeah. like that um, where we are the minority in most of these countries mm. most of our first earliest instances with racism is that it, it kind of was stuff we didn't realize at the time. Like for me, I, instances that maybe happened when I was in primary school, or even reception at the earliest, um, being told I can't do this or I can't do that, yeah. or like um, I'm not allowed there, I'm not allowed here, like, or connotations of being like, black people are criminals and things like that. Like, I didn't, I didn't really understand it when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. Even like I'm literally maybe five, six years old, six years old, seven years old, I didn't really understand it. Or like being a kid in school and going into a shop and like them saying we can't have a certain amount of people in the shop. And it's like the, my friends that are going to shop, they don't look like me. And they aren't the same skin color as me. They can go in the shop and no one ever stops them. But when I go in the shop, it's a problem. Mm. But as a kid, I maybe never even, I didn't really understand it. But it's like now as I've got older, I've kind of realized that's not right, that's not okay, things shouldn't have been that way. But there's a lot of black people that have that same experience, that racism is such a thing that's ingrained in them and was conditioned in them from when they were younger, that maybe as they got older, they start to accept it. But now kind of realising that these things aren't right and where our society is kind of going, we kind of start to question it more. And I'll say things have got better in that mind, in that sense to where the older we get, we've kind of understood that this is racism, we should like really push back against these barriers that have been held up in front of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you know, we've talked about you know what I guess what can be deemed as racist, um, you know, and what's happened in, in the past. But 
go, going forward, I guess, how, how do we change and, you know, and, and try and, and tackle it? Or... Um, how do we change? That's, that's, that's another difficult question. Yeah. I feel like, so my main thing, like the post I made early in the year, yeah, yeah. And like, I can I can read it back to you now. I can just read back the yeah, yeah. the four I made. It was just like a small ways to combat systemic systemic racism. And the first one was, was re-education. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with re-education, that's like that's one of the first points I said. Re-education is just taking the time to do the research and learn and have conversations and, and see where you might have gone wrong in the past and how you mm-hmm. can change your perspective. Of course, you may not be able to have this conversation with everyone. You may not. Um, some people may not be as open to have this conversation with you because racism is very traumatic for a lot of people, yeah. including myself. They say I do not want to talk about race at all because mm. it's just, it's something I cannot escape. Yeah. Every single day I'm going to go through some form of racism, some one way or the other, if I want to avoid it or not. If, if, if like I have not, I've not gone looking out for it. Yeah. <laughs> I have not done anything differently than anyone else, but for some reason, someone's going to always mm. find an issue with like, he doesn't belong here or why is he here or do you have a problem or something? So one of those, one of those ways, but obviously people learning and educating themselves of where they might have gone wrong or where, where they need to learn more and be more open-minded. Those ways are ways that can help systemic racism. Um, My next point was just obviously to use your privilege. I feel like, so you right now, you obviously are a white male. Um, and you're obviously trying to educate yourself on racism and just race in general. Yeah. But as you educate yourself, you being able to like understand that you can speak to maybe your mom, dad, sister, brother, cousin, uncle, whatever, yeah, and yeah. educate them on what you know and understand that they obviously because they do love you and you do look like them, they are more likely to listen and be open yeah. to your open to your opinion. And like you being able to use your privilege, you can actually change their biases, which then can help other black people. And you yeah, can just yeah. be like an ally that obviously you have access to people that I wouldn't have access to. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I understand that, yeah. Um, my next point was obviously be aware of the commonness of stereotyping. Like a lot of people don't realise that they're like stereotyping someone in that certain mm-hmm. way. Like um, for me, like I walked into a building I walk in every single day for the last nine months. And when I walked in there, the woman was looking at me like I didn't belong even though I've been in this building every day for the last nine months. And I had to ask her a couple of times, like, is she okay? Like, is she all right? And she kept staring, kept staring, kept staring. And it was like, I knew why you're staring at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because, like, I'm this semi-tall black person with braids in my hair, <laughs> like, in an, like, in an area where there isn't a lot of people that look like me. Yeah. But it's like, she may have not even realised that she was obviously stereotyping me for a certain way in her head if she thought I was this person or that person from whatever stereotypes that are traditionally labelled for black people, but which I'm not I'm a basketball player that plays basketball every single day. <laughs> That's yeah. all I am, I have nothing else. But obviously people like that understanding that they, they are stereotyping someone and being able to think and stop their thoughts like, oh, he's scary. Oh, but no, he's not. He's just a regular person. Why am I thinking that way? That is something that people literally, like, these are all things that cost nothing doesn't take up any time. It's just something that people can do straight away that can just help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my last point was obviously to free- reframe differences. Like, instead of, like, shying away from talking about race, instead of shying away from, like, comparing each other or talking about how your life is different to mine and my, how my life is different to yours, us being able to actually conversate about it. Yeah. And yeah. me being able to 
tell me my experiences and you've been able to tell me your experiences and maybe where we where the disconnect began and where maybe you didn't see things the way I saw saw things and maybe where um I can be I can explain things better to you to where yeah, you yeah. can have a better life. Those are just different. Those those are just four ways that like I feel like can help systemic racism as a whole. Because the thing the thing with systemic racism is because you can't you can't break down the system. Yeah, and yeah. to person people that's in within the system is kind of it's it's not wrong but it's kind of unfair because the people in the system they've just done what's been dictated to them. Yeah yeah. The, the system tells them what they should do and they just play a role within the system. If they if they even if they weren't in the system someone else would be in the system playing the exact same role. So those people need to be educated and their minds need to be changed to where they can reform the system within it. Hmm. Because people would want to be in positions of power and so on and so forth. But when they get there, they realize they don't have the power to. But if you can then affect more people and get more people on your side, you then will have the power to make change within the system. Yeah, the yeah. system is bigger than just government. It's bigger than just um, parliament and so on and so forth. It's in little, in little everyday things. Yeah. It's as big as someone that's a teacher that has to, that has to teach um, a group of kids about Black History Month. It's as big as um, the manager that works at the court that has to hire a kid for a summer job. But instead of looking at the kid like, oh, he's this black kid with all these negative connotations, you're just looking at him like, okay, this is just a kid that just wants a job. That's just yeah, like every yeah, other. Yeah. yeah. It's all these little small things that people don't ever, ever think about that is what's is what makes black people feel like they're oppressed or feel like we're the mm. marginalized people all the time because in all these small situations it's someone that's like kind of pushing us to the side over yeah. and over again i can go into a job interview it's just waitrose it's just co-op it's just tesco it's nothing big at all i just want to work just want to earn some extra money and the, the person that's interviewing me as soon as i sit down and i speak to him he's already moving a bit off of me mm. and people can be like oh maybe he's having a bad day all of these type of things but it's like it's more than that because yeah, every yeah, single yeah, person yeah. in the story just like that. And it's like, if it's, it's not just a coincidence, it can't be a coincidence that you all have a story of where someone has treated us in a weird way for some random reason. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I know some, something with, like, you know, systematic racism is something with, within the media, especially in with sport, for instance, I remember with Raheem Sterling, you know, the way if he, if he does something, the title's mm. completely different to, you know, if a white, if a white person does it. Um, I know point exactly. with, with your educating thing, I think it comes down to schools as well, because I know, mm. I, I've just finished my GCSEs, I know, you know, you get, you get one month or, or, or you might get one lesson on Black History Month, but, that, but that's it for the year, so you very rarely tend to learn about, you know, uh, about Black History, so. Yeah, so... Um... With the media thing, like the Reem Sterling things is is ridiculous at this yeah, point. Yeah. I think it's so clear to everyone that it doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. just one example, like, um, was it Harry Maguire that plays for uh, Man U, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The whole issue this summer. If that was Raheem Sterling, I don't think he would be playing in the Premier League right now. Oh, no, no. no. But, but, um, but Harry Maguire still has the Man U captain job. He still played all the games this season. He had no issues, anything. But if that was Raheem Sterling, I do not see that happening. Yeah. I don't think he's even the season at all. I think his football career might have been over. Mm, mm, yeah. If it was the exact same situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, to talk about Black History Month in schools and stuff, um, so I had a, had a conversation with a history teacher. She works in a private school in Cornwall. And we were having the same conversation about um, Black History Month. And she was yeah, feeling yeah. like she really didn't have 
um, a lot of she once she did she felt weird teaching it because she didn't have enough knowledge. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Also, syllabus is very limited in terms of what she could have taught, and her, she was also told that she wasn't allowed to have an. Op- <clears throat> she was also told she wasn't allowed to have an opinion on Black History Month, which is a very weird thing to have when it's like yeah, yeah. It's a big month and there's so much like she can you can be so passionate with something that is such as so important as the civil rights movement, as slavery, as all these things, but she's not allowed to have an opinion. She's not allowed to really go into detail. And the school doesn't really want her to teach as much. But I, I understand it. They obviously, when you do your GCSEs and you do your exams, there is no really questions about Black History Month. Yeah, yeah. Or Black History as a whole. No, no, no. And it's like, I don't think you can really go into detail on teaching the, teaching maybe 15 year, 15 year under kids about slavery as <clears throat> as real as it is yeah like yeah. the war that oh yeah slaves got whipped but slavery is way more gruesome yeah. than anything that anyone can even think about and i don't even want to go into detail right now because it is that real gr- it's such yeah, yeah. it was such a crazy time that people don't even understand how crazy it is but even then if you didn't even want to speak talk, talk about slavery from that point of view in terms of the physical harm that the slaves went through and the trauma that they went through at the time you could also speak about the economic factor of it slavery built america there's the reason america as wealthy as it is now is because of slavery you had 400 years of unpaid labor like if if like if any country had that it would things would be insane yeah yeah, then on top of it um when the slaves were freed the government was paying the people that um paying the people that um Free their slaves, yeah, like yeah. compensation for freeing their slaves. Then there were still companies and banks in America right now that were getting like payments back from companies and organizations for giving them loans to buy slaves to begin with. Even though the slaves were freed, I think 250 years, 200 years ago, or close to 200 years ago. But it's like it's all these different layers and different things that people never ever think about which is all popped up, the economy and popped up all these organizations for centuries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so obviously, you know, you, you, we mentioned the, the letter, the, you know, the Instagram post and the, and the Twitter post. Yeah, I get, was, it an, was it an open letter to the BBL or something like that? Yeah, so it was just an open letter to the BBL, um, players, coaches, everyone yeah, just yeah. wrote the BBL about like what we can do better. And just, it was just one, one person's perspective, just my perspective on just what I thought things could have been and how things could have been better. Like I always say, or not always say, it's a quote that I've stolen, um, <laughs> that like people that, when you don't say anything, um, when people are being oppressed, you choose the side of the oppressor. Yeah, yeah. As oppressed people or the marginalized people, we don't have a voice. We can't really, we can, we can scream and shout as much as we want, but we only make up 3% of the population. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not much, we're not really gonna do much if people that people want to ignore us it's not gonna nothing's gonna happen but yeah. if we have allies we have other corporate corporate um corporate organizations and people helping us things will get way things can actually start to change and things can start to help but i feel like this year the bbo kind of just like didn't say anything yeah. or they may have made a couple post we did we did the media blackout <laughs> thing which i feel like a lot of people kind of disagreed with i don't know yeah 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 i don't know of course, I, I don't know. Maybe I, I'm hoping that the BBL is trying and they are. They do want things to be better. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Maybe they need help from other people. Maybe they need other suggestions. Maybe they should open the flow up to players to kind of help with 
giving them ideas of how things can get better. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, well, it seemed, I guess you could say it seemed like they were doing kind of what they needed to do, you know, for it, for it to be kind of deemed acceptable, you know, they needed to put out, mm-hmm. I guess, a tweet or, or a post here and there just to make, you know, to to make them look okay and to make, you know, yeah. that, that sort of thing. So, so, so my final question is, obviously racism is a, you know, it's a worldwide thing. How, how long do you think it will take to kind of eradicate racism from sports and, and you know, and just their, people's daily life? Um, not to give like the pessimistic answer, but like, I don't think it will, I don't think things will ever be eradicated or not for generations on generations. I don't, I don't think it's ever going to yeah, work that yeah. way. Like, even if, things are put into legislation to really condemn racism. So if yeah. this person was racist, they would be in jail for five to 10 years, all these type of things. Like, I don't think that would really change things because criminals still exist. Like there's laws against everything and people still commit crimes. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think that's going to change. I don't think legislation will, legislation will change, change a lot, but I don't think racism will ever be eradicated. I feel like, yeah. um, issues within class and people wanting to feel like they're better than other people, that will always exist. That will never, ever change. Even though I would hope that it would change one day because obviously I don't want my kids or kids' kids or whatever to go through racism because it's not something that, like, I would want anyone to go through. This is, it's difficult at times. Yeah, yeah, well... It's difficult all the time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's not something I see having a quick fix. This is, mm. as I said, 500 years of issues. It's not something that's going to take a couple years yeah, to deal with. Yeah, like, yeah. They, you can talk about slavery, you can talk about colonization, you can talk about destabilizing so many different countries. Like, I'm Nigerian in terms of ethnicity, but and my, my country has only been independent for 70 years. My country's 70 years old. A lot yeah, of people's yeah. grandparents, my grandparents are way older than the independence of Nigeria, yeah, which is insane to think about. Then people talk about countries, about how they're third world countries, but it's like, okay, you went to this country, you colonized it, you destabilized the social economic structure, yeah. left, took, wait, took all the resources, left, then said this country still needs to pay you taxes or pay you money over time, being a part of the Commonwealth, but you're not gonna but these this country is is terrible and corrupt and all these things like that doesn't make sense to me yeah 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 it's but it's not like Nigeria that has that same story there's so many different countries yeah. that have the same oh yeah yeah well you know obviously like, like you said there's a lot of things in order in order to you know I guess I guess at the minute it's kind of just preventing it as much as you can you know everyone just just trying to make it just I guess minimize you know minimize how much it occurs but so it's been been great having this conversation I guess it's educated me you know a bit more on on the whole situation and I hope everyone listening and watching kind of understands a bit more and on and so so my final question uh, before we go to the people watching and listening in order to change what what you know what would you say to them to them people to you know to kind of do Um, I would say literally just have these conversations, have yeah. have the different conversations. If if you don't want to reach out to um, someone you may know, if they don't want to talk about it, I, message me. I'm ready to have conversations with anyone that is open to changing their mind or someone has a different different opinion to me. Like I'm always ready to have conversations with people when it comes yeah. to race. Like I may not respond straight away. Maybe I don't feel like up to it that day. 
but I'll definitely get back to you because I feel like this is a, this is a very very important topic that we need yeah, to talk yeah, about. I think sure. like things need to change, and like I always feel like, hey, if someone has to do something, like why not me? Like I'm trying to help make change, yeah, yeah. trying to change. Like at the end of the day, I can always say I promise I tried, even if my even if the change is marginal and it's not that big. Like I promise I tried. Yeah, yeah. Well, so yeah, it's it's been great talking to you, and and I guess hope, hopefully the the situation with racism can improve, you know, what, 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 as soon as it can. Yeah, I guess. Hopefully, thanks, man. Yeah, no problem.